Prudential or Impact Live for every life, for every future. So next up on Impact Live, we have Diana Guzman. Diana is the head of sustainability here at Pru, and she's going to be explaining exactly what the new sustainability strategy means, how it's going to be put into practice, and how everyone can get involved. So Diana, if you can start by telling us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Well, my name is Diana Guzman, the head of sustainability at Prudential, a group PLC. I'm based out of Singapore. I've been working in sustainability for the last now 17 years across different markets, different different countries and different agendas. I actually started my career in sustainability in Asia, in China. I was working in the carbon markets, in the first version of the carbon markets, working on developing renewable energy plans across China and Southeast Asia. And then I moved on to Europe and the Middle East where I was working with the CDP, the Global Reporting Platform for Environmental Data for listing companies, supporting companies, investors, governments, to understand why is it important to, first of all, to understand, second, to measure, and third, to manage the environmental impacts of our operations and how that delivers long-term value for not only our societies, but also our economies. And then my last post was back in Europe and Geneva when I was working with the World Economic Forum in Sustainable Finance across Asia and Africa. Um, personally, I'm married. I have two wonderful girls, nine and three. And uh, my conviction on sustainability it definitely got reinforced by the fact that I have two beautiful human beings to which I would probably going to be leaving a planet in a worse condition than I found it when I got here. So um, that inspires me and fuels me every day to do what I do. Yeah. Are they are they aware of notions around sustainability, what it means and why it's important? They don't they don't wrap their head around concepts like that. But they wrap their head around these values. Taking care of our planet, be responsible with our water consumption. They also, and I think this is something that is very dear to me, and, and you know, I have somehow passed it on to them, and it's, it is um, equity. The fact that every single human being on this planet has the right to opportunities and needs to be valued and treated in the same way as others and value for how different they are. And it doesn't matter how different we are. We all bring value to the table, and we all deserve to be respected, appreciated, most importantly, um, accepted for who we are. Okay, so big question now, bit of a shift. What is Prudential's sustainability strategy? It looked like a big shift, but it's actually, it's not. It's not. It's just like any, you know, human being, any, any living thing. I think that corporations, I also see them as living things with values, with visions, with purpose, right? And the sustainability strategy of Prudential is precisely to deliver that long-term value by helping to address some of those societal and environmental challenges of our time and the markets in which we operate. Just as we human beings, you know, we, if we have the right values, we'll be going through our lives respecting the environment and including others. As corporations, we can operate in the same fashion. But when I mean, when I say deliver value, create value, value creation, what do we create value for through sustainability? Well, we create value for our customers. We create value for our people. We create value for our shareholders. 
But we create value for our communities, and that's a stakeholder that is very, very important for us as Prudential, because we operate in this planet, in these societies, in these markets, and we need to understand the different roles that we operate in those markets and the responsibility that we have in those markets to help address some of those challenges that I just mentioned. But we can do it in a way that doesn't come only as, as philanthropy or, or as a CSR project. We can do it in a way that also delivers business value for our organization. And we have three key roles in Prudential that, in a way, position us well to be an active participant in long-term value creation for all stakeholders in our business. And the first and foremost is, is a role as a life and health insurer, right? And there we have the opportunity, for example, to help increase access to health and financial protection for every life and help bridge some of the protection gaps that we see in the societies in which we operate. Our second role is as an asset owner and long-term investor. We are married in a way to the countries in which we operate. We have been operating 175 years, 100 years in Asia. We've been investing in these countries as long as that. So we actually have the possibility as an investor to help move the needle to achieve a climate transition in these markets, to move from brown to green in Africa and Asia. We'll need a lot of money. We need a lot of investments. And Prudential and the private sector has a role in support that transition as well. So how do we allocate our assets does have an impact on how we enable the good planet to move, to embark in this transition to net zero to green, right? And our third role is a global corporation. We are a corporation that employs thousands of people across the world that pay us taxes. It's a corporation that is it acknowledges that we need to reduce the environmental impact of our operations, right? We can also bring along our value chain, our suppliers, our partners, and most importantly, our people. And when we talk about our people, it's not only you know the environmental impact of our people, it's how we empower talent for them to thrive in the work that they do by advancing our diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging efforts back to the equity conversation that we just had before, right? How can we really empower them to bring the best of themselves to work and to enjoy what they do, to see purpose in what they do, and to be feel accepted in what they do? That in the long term delivers value for our customers, for our societies, but also for the business, right? But the important thing about this is that value needs to be at the center of this. Impact and value needs to be at the center of everything we do. So that's what we're proposing with our new sustainability strategy. And underpinning all this, let's not forget that across everything we do, proper governance is absolutely fundamental. How we treat our customers, do we treat our customers fairly? Anti-corruption, our conduct code, and how we manage our risks in our business to protect precisely what we do and who we do it for. So, as we know, part of the reason we're having this conversation is that Prudential has made a shift from ESG to sustainability. Now, without wanting to oversimplify, what does that mean? What is the difference and why has the shift been made? More than a shift is an evolution and is a natural evolution of the sustainability journey of any corporation. ESG is just a framework that we use to manage non-financial aspects of a corporation. 
environment, E, society, S, and governance, G. It is a framework that was created for corporations to kind of understand, okay, how do we deal with this, right? What is my role in society beyond providing the products and the services that what I do? It's just a framework that has been created to help corporations and everyone in reality to kind of compartmentalize these this aspects, right? Is the framework that we have been using and we will continue to use in Prudential. That framework doesn't go away. What we're saying is, in the sustainability journey, Prudential has got to a point that we have gotten very good at understanding these areas and understanding how to identify and manage them. We're pivoting from just managing and understanding the risk that ESG imply for Prudential to actually understanding what is your role and the impact we want to deliver as Prudential across ESG. So I'll give an example. We can limit our operations to say, well, I'm reducing my carbon footprint. I'm reducing how much water we consume. I'm reducing how much electricity we consume. I'm very good at it. Every year I'm decreasing my impact. You know, I'm an outstanding and responsible business. That's managing your risk and opportunities. That's it. The pivot that we're proposing is not only about that, is what is my role as an organization to contribute to addressing climate change globally? What assets do I have to actually contribute to the global effort to achieve net zero in our planet and rescue our planetary assets, right? And for a financial institution like Prudential, that is our assets. How do I invest my assets? Do I continue investing in in gas and coal? Or do I start investing in those companies that are developing the green technologies of the future? Do I invest in the corporations in the markets that really want to be more green but don't have the money to transition to green? So that's a shift. I'm managing my emissions versus I'm actually not only managing my emissions, but I'm contributing to the global efforts for climate change. And whilst Peru is providing that value for sustainability efforts across the planet. It's also providing value for its stakeholders. Do those two things clash or do they go hand in hand? Yeah, that's a very interesting question. The immediate reaction for anyone is they totally clash, right? Because I'm definitely going to sacrifice my alpha if I go one way rather than the other. But actually, it's the other way around. They go hand in hand. And I'll tell you why. I go back to the example of the climate change. If we're not very good at understanding what is the impact of climate change in our operations, we actually will not be able to understand when climate change will impact, for example, the portfolio of companies that we have, right? Where we invest is very important because we need to understand, we need to make sure that we get the returns that we need to pay back our policyholders, clients or customers or shareholders and so on. So climate change can actually have negative impacts in the value of those investments. So if we keep investing in areas that we know, probably not today and not tomorrow, but in the next three, five, ten years, and we are a long-term player, right? We provide life courage. We're here for the next 30, 50 years. You know, if we keep investing in those areas, we're going to be a risk of not being able to deliver our fiduciary duty with our shareholders and our policyholders. So value is not only how am I going to make money from the green transition, which we can, 
it's been proven and we're already seeing opportunities. It's also how am I going to avoid losing money if I don't embark in the green transition? The other example is providing inclusive products and services, which is something that many of our business units in different markets are already doing. They're innovating and they're understanding how can we provide simple, accessible access to health and financial protection for people at lower income levels that are traditional customers. It's probably not going to deliver the amount of profits that a higher tier customers might, but in the markets in which we're parade, 80 to 90% of the population make less than $10,000 a year. So how are we going to bring more customers? How are we going to start expanding our protection and creating a more diversified and healthy customer base? If we just start delivering products and services that create access to the next level of the society for protection. Informal sector across many of our markets is actually behind big part of the GDP creation of those countries, right? In majority of these cases, they don't have protection or the health expenses come out of pocket and any shock in their lives really make them quite vulnerable. But at the same time, this is the sector of the population that is, is a big part of the economic engine of that country. So by us providing protection to that piece of the population, we're not only bringing more customers, but also helping our countries become more resilient. And with these people, you know, in, in Asia in particular, uh, we're seeing a big growth of middle class. When these people move up an economic ladder, they will remember who Prudential is. They will remember who is the insurance that was there for them when nobody was. So when we say creating value, not all the efforts are going to deliver dollars right now, today or tomorrow. We need to understand sustainability is a strategic long-term game. For you personally, is there an area of sustainability or ESG that is most relevant or that strikes a chord most with you? Definitely, I would say, first and foremost, is about inclusion. Inclusion and equity in our societies. And that's the reason that brought me to sustainability. I'm, I'm trained in finance. I did an MBA my education holds all being finance and business. But what brought me to sustainability is that I truly believe, I truly believe that inclusion and equity in our societies is the key for addressing many challenges. And again, for long-term value creation. And I keep going back to this. I'll give an example. We are currently running out of time to do something about our planet. The biggest challenge to that race at the moment is the fact that we're leaving people behind by engaging in that race. And not only in Asia and Africa, people behind everywhere, in Europe, in the US. So the backlash that we're seeing towards CSG and sustainability is the fact that it's costing a lot of people more than they can afford to transition to net zero. And if we're not able to be inclusive and understand how can we avoid having transition losers, if we put it like that, climate transition losers, we're never going to get there. So the planet is absolutely important. Achieving net zero and fighting climate change and fighting global warming is absolutely pivotal, but we can only do that collectively. If we leave 80% of the population in the world outside of that, we're never going to get there. 
Okay, so we might have covered this already, but my next question is, how is Prudential delivering on our sustainability commitments? So we cover how we want to deliver. No, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, there are already a very um, encouraging examples of this pivoting to sustainability. So in a way, we have already embarked in that effort and we just decided to run right now because we thought it was a good opportunity given that we just launched Next Prudential and so on. But back to the investments, um, we have already, in collaboration with our Global Investment Office or Group CI Office in East Spring, we have already embarked in that effort to actually be investing more actively in supporting countries' transition to net zero and supporting that green transition of other countries. Recently, for example, we anchored the largest ETF in Singapore, which is a sustainable ETF, which is tracking the companies that really are the forefront of this green transition, supporting them, giving them the financing that they need to actually move it from brown to green. So we could have invested the money somewhere else, right? But we decided to do it this way and in Asia, because there are a lot of these funds being invested in many parts of the world, which is great. But I think we have quite a lot of investors already investing in Europe, in the US, whereas investors investing in Asia and Africa, not that many. So we as Prudential wanted to walk the talk and say, okay, we, we're going to be the anchor investor of this ETF, which is not only the largest sustainable ETF in Singapore, but the largest ETF ever in Singapore. In many of our markets, the Philippines, for example, Malaysia, Thailand, we also seen our colleagues actively innovating to expand protection to other members of society. We have very good examples. We have other that um, we probably could have done better, but we're in a learning process of understanding how can I push the boundaries to, to help protect more people in a way that is social commercially viable for organization. And we do that both in the traditional business, also in the Sharia business. So the business in themselves, right, without actually being told this is part of our sustainability strategy, they are doing it because they're attuned to the societies in which we operate. These are a couple of examples of how Prudential is starting to transition from that just managing to actually understanding what our role is and how can we support by doing what we know how to do best, which is protect people, invest our money for the long term and operate responsibly. Thank you very much. So final question, Diana. Colleagues listening to this are going to want to be part of this movement. How can our people take action to help us meet Prue's sustainability commitments? We have been working quite actively to create those opportunities to bring everyone in because, again, this is not only the sustainability team efforts, this is everyone's in prudential efforts, right? We're here for every life and for every future collectively. First and foremost, we're going to be launching the new the Sustainability Foundation training models. We are actively working on developing the first three training models for all our colleagues that want to learn about sustainability, what it is, what is a role and what is a strategy? We're going to be launching that in February. So I encourage everyone to go and sign up to the training, not only because it's good for us as Prudential, because these are skills for the future, right? Sustainability is here to stay. And if you want to be trained sustainability and you want to be part of it in Prudential or anywhere else in the world, please go and sign up and get those skills under your belt. 
we're going to be developing more tailored and more deep dives in, in the second half of this year. But at least we have the first three key models, right, for everyone to be on the same page. Second, we are going to be launching a new community with the sustainability change maker. And here we're going to be calling for volunteers, people who really want to be more actively involved and be part of the change maker community. And that involves obviously being the person within your team that is the champion for sustainability, that understands how we're doing our strategy, the first one to know when we're about to launch something new. So it also is in a way another opportunity for colleagues and folks out there to get more into design of business, if I put it like that. So that's how colleagues can get more involved. We're also going to be launching as part of the sustainability strategy launch our one through channel. So a one-stop shop where you're going to be able to find everything you want to know about sustainability and prudential. That's your platform. So you can get training. Please sign up to become a sustainability change maker and help us drive this forward be part of the change we want to see, as they say in a cliche way. And, and third, please sign up to get constant communications from the one proof so you're always aware of everything we're doing and the opportunities that we're creating. That seems like a brilliant place to stop. Thank you very much indeed, Diana. That's great. Thank you, Ed. Prudential. Prudential. Impact. Live.